You're listening to Postgrad Depression, where we talk about this week's current hyperfixation. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is I've decided that I am going to reread Haiku from the beginning when I have all the manga. Nice. My name is Kinsey. If we had a fucking recorder on our shut, life, like... Shut up. <laughs> that's embarrassing. How many th- times have we done that? I don't know. I don't have that many fun facts about me, I guess. My fun fact is that I found a new song. Well, it's not new from Hosier, but it's one that I didn't take into importance when I was listening to the album beforehand mm-hmm. because I didn't understand it that well. What is it? We'll talk about it. We'll get to it. Oh. I'll let you know. But <laughs> yes, I was just like, wow, this man just constantly... Just constantly so keeps surprising me every time I re-listen to the album. Give it to you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> my name is Kaylin, and my fun fact is somehow for the past couple of weeks, I've gotten out of s- introducing us into the podcast. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it in weeks. Mm-hmm. It's because that one time I accidentally messed with McKinsey do it twice. Yeah, and I knew it. And she gaslit me. And she gaslit me today at Kentaro, too. <laughs> <laughs> the Kentaro one was and deliberate. And I still didn't do the, it. The, and then she still gets mad deliberate. when I say I'm right. When she's the one gaslighting me. We were sitting down waiting for a sushi and I, and she was like, didn't you cancel on Kaylee twice? And I was like, no, just once. She's like, <laughs> really? And I was like, yeah, I canceled her twice. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. But it only takes one. But the podcast one wasn't intentional. It only I, takes one opinion opposing mine for me to not believe in myself anymore. So <laughs> yeah, she was like, I believed you and I had no reason to. Like, it's one thing for me to say, say it confidently, but I said it so she hesitantly. She didn't even say I was it confidently. Like, and I was like, at the end of the day, I'm a piece of trash, so I could be wrong. Gotta trust <laughs> yourself, Kelly. What up, Kinsey? No. What up, Kaylin? Kaylin? What are we up to tonight? Today, we throwing down with some hosier. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking about Hosier because he's my favorite man. He's the first. We're talking about his second album specifically. Yeah, Wasteland Baby. Nice to store like stuff in like a squirrel Mm -hmm. in your own hair. And I love him so much. And I'm gonna meet him relatively soon. How do I know this? I don't. We're just manifesting it. I manifested it too. And he is my favorite musician. His music uh, has, I would say, any artist I've ever listened to. Like he has deeply affected me the most like he has been so influential on me i told so, kinsey today that only pisces men should be allowed to write music or love only, music. Pi- only pisces people should be allowed to write love music yes and mariah said i could only talk about one album per episode so i chose the wasteland baby one because um it's got a lot of good ones even though every single album has really good ones so we're gonna go through you should have just made your song. own albums of all the best songs and then no, we'll review that no, one we will be reviewing every no. album <laughs> but we're gonna start with this one and we're gonna go through one song at a time are we starting from the beginning i want to follow along yes with the yes we're starting from the beginning thank you and i'm gonna ask you guys what you guys thought about the song did you like the tune did you like the lyrics mm-hmm. what would you think the song meant and then i will uh talk about it myself after so uh nina cried power i took notes uh and all i wrote for that one specifically was powerhouse intro i thought it was a very good song to Mm -hmm. start it um obviously like i said i've I've listened to hosier before and i know his vocals are like amazing so that was a really good one to just like pull you right in because it does just like it's like it's like gut-wrenching like his other ones but it's like my heart was going i was in it i was like yes keep it going he he, he, like really sets the scene yes it's like pumping yeah the intro is really important like the first song you listen to is really important like that yeah, I like a lot of the metaphors and the it's not the waking, it's the rising. Like, you know, yeah, it's easy to wake up, but like you got to like get yourself up. You got to like push yourself out of bed, you know, like 
Yeah, and I think he definitely talks about mm-hmm. that because he's like, it's not just knowing there's a problem; it's getting up and doing something about mm-hmm. a societal. Yeah, we issue watched like the this. music video for it, and um, <gasps> it was really just good. people listening to it for the first time. But you could see reflective in the background; they were showing like scenes from like riots, like pride mm-hmm. parades on a giant projector. Yeah, it was crazy. You That's could you could cool. see all of it in the background. Yeah, it's it's not the forgetting of the lie. It's not the opening of the eyes, which I've talked about chosen ignorance before, which like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've talked about nature versus nurture. But then there's also just like the you're you're grown. You can look it up. Like, yeah. You know, my little thing I said was hella rise up vibes. Kill the entire government. Yeah. Stand up for what is right. And it makes me want to riot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote for it. Nice. Which nice. the song is much deeper and yeah. cooler, but definitely uh that is how i feel is there anything else you guys have to say about it um no it's not my very favorite from it i mean he has a beautiful voice so it's all gonna sound good but like you know what i mean yeah when it comes on you know we'd be bumping in the car we'd be like mm. nina Clapper. but we're here to find the loves of our life yes yeah i heard you stole I- my with joke <laughs> i heard you stole my joke what joke you told kinsey that uh Hosier made you listen to Hosier <laughs> ma- made you want to be straight oh and i last night i said Hosier made me want to fall in love with a man I thought that, like, when you guys would read that, that you understood I was copying Oh, I didn't you. even see the joke. Kinsey oh. just told me what you said, so yeah. I was just like, damn, she stole my shit. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking funny. All right, next song, Almost. What did you guys think about Almost? I really like this one. Uh, I wrote down, I loved the new love and the sad to happy in the chorus. Because, uh, like, each, like, parts of, like, the verses were, like, a very mellowy, sadder part. And then every time the chorus picked in, it brought in like this very joyful tune to it. What do you mean, mm-hmm. uh, new love? I thought this one. Okay, I y'all. Might be thinking of the wrong listen, time. I'm bad at poetry, but like, so sometimes you're gonna have to actually explain what it is, even though I took it a certain way. That's okay. I took I like it that. as he's with a woman, and like she's almost that woman, like the one that he's been in love with before, but she's not quite that woman. Yes, that's what it was. Like he was, he like was talking about this past love, but he's with a new person. Yes. Yeah. But I take it as like a longing for that person. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't looked up the analysis for this song. So, I'm sorry, guys. I looked. That's up what I was saying though when I said like the the new like it's like a new love dynamic because he's with mm. someone new. Yeah, and he's I, like you and almost I, hit all the marks, but you yeah, you're not quite so there. During all the verses, oh, something just popped in my arm. Holy shit, that hurt. Oh, my oh my god. Um, Ooh. when he when he was talking in the verses, he was it was a very sadder like a it was a mellow uh like verse like this like sadness like oh uh i'm almost me again like yeah he says i laugh like me again she yeah. laughs like you and then when the chorus came mm-hmm. in the melody picked up oh it was I a very happy sounds. part and that's why i was saying i really liked that I yeah i like it yeah one thing i'll say for all of his songs like they all sound so different mm-hmm. but they all sound so like like first of all this man is just like a genius like i don't know anything about music so if this man ever listens to this i will actually <laughs> die of embarrassment but like the melodies, like the the rhythm of each one, like they all feel so yeah. unique to whatever story he's trying to tell, and it seems like the intention that's behind the instruments being used, the the speed, mm-hmm. you know, like the drops and like the picking up of certain uh, sounds. I'm like, damn, bitch, you are storytelling very, right yeah, now. I was gonna say you took the words right out of my mouth. Storytelling. I was telling Kinsey how like he's very metaphoric with his lyrics. Um, like obviously one of my favorite artists is Kid Quill, and I told her I was like, they're both they both speak in metaphors very often. Mm-hmm. It's like a different type of it because it's a love song versus just like a happier like Kid Quill does like these like funny clever quips where like. Hosier's like, I'm going to give this metaphor, and if you sit on it, you're going to have a whole reality check. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, if you it's sit on like, it, it's- you got to know certain references. They're very, like, uh, yeah. tied to folklore and mythology. 
Things yeah. like Sometimes that. he throwing so many at me though. I I hadn't even processed Dude, the one before. Ho- Hosey like, really gonna read long sometimes. Yeah, you have to look at one line and be like, mm-hmm. okay, what is mm-hmm. your dice? What is yeah. you know stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> um, also, as far as the melody for the song, like listening to it at work, it was definitely one of the the bops for me. I liked how it sounded. It, mm-hmm. it would get me in a good uh, vibe, even though it's kind truck. of a sad song. Yes, it, I would it say is. it was kind of. I love listening to the song, but it's definitely a sadder one to me, so it's not one of my go-to. It's funny, because I was at work, I used to dance and, like, put the shit on that stuff, and then I was, like, I and all of a sudden you hear, like, uh, the part where he was, like, uh, you're almost, she's almost you or something. I was, like, oh, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be happy right now. <laughs> I know, he's, like, I wouldn't know where to start. I know. You know, yeah. like, he's, like, like upbeat when he's it's singing happy. that part. And then the verse kicks in, you're, like, wait, wait, wait. I know, he slows <laughs> the fuck down. Yeah. I'm, like, all right, but I love all that right. Shit. hold on, hold on. Yeah. Um. So the next song is movement. movement. So obviously some of these songs are talk down about longer. Sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is not it's just funny. Is that all the notes you have for movement? Uh, that's actually all I wrote. We did talk more, but that's all I wrote for me to remember what the song was about. Oh, okay. I, I like this one uh personally being listen, I'm catching up with the poetry bitch shit. And this one has a lot of obvious more mm-hmm. obvious poetry that like I can definitely like kind of get lost in it a bit easier not lost is the right word but like move with it like I, the song's called move it <laughs> but like um some of his songs i really have to sit with yeah. it and like mm-hmm. process it this isn't one of those it's yeah. just very flowy and i think it's because they're not terribly deep um ones to understand deep references yeah yeah they're not they're not um hidden in lore they're, <laughs> yeah. they're still very powerful analogies and metaphors but like um i don't have to think too long to understand what he's trying to say absolutely um this is one of my favorite songs like it's a mm-hmm. song i listen to quite often um it's sexy it's it's sexy i just i think the entire mood and vibe just i could be sad that day i could be angry that day um whatever emotion i'm feeling that day if i put this song on it doesn't matter i go straight into i want to fall in love i want to y'all when i live <laughs> with kinsey i could hear her getting ready for school and like this one um sunlight uh but especially movement was one of the ones i would hear you play in the morning mm-hmm. to just like start your day my favorite lyric from the song which is so funny because it's the first fucking I gonna, line i was i was putting my finger on that <laughs> one i was going to mention that one do you want to say it or do you want me to say it um the i still watch you when you're grooving as if through water from the bottom of a pool yes yes mm-hmm. thank you for bringing in the lyric kaylin um <laughs> i'm just messing with you um <laughs> The reason I like it so much is because obviously Kaylin knows that I'm like definitely very um, artistically interested in several things in my life. But one of those things was oh, yeah. water <laughs> and still is. I don't know why water is so level interesting to, to me. Yes. Water is still so interesting to me. It, I feel like it really calms me down. And one of my favorite, if not favorite things about water when I was a kid and still now is when you sit at the bottom of a pool and you just watch the reflections on the top of the water and yes. the reflections on the bottom. Like mm-hmm. if you look around, Bro, I used to sink and just be like, and, and you can feel the water moving you side yes. to side. So the fact that he describes watching her in this awe and then like the enjoyment that he is brought from it, it literally put me in that moment of like sitting down at the bottom of the pool. It's like a simplicity it. of just yeah. Like, it's almost like, like being when hypnotized. She moves, the the water's physically moving him, and it happens naturally. He's he like says when several times how natural it is that like watching this woman move that he's moved. Yes, like, he says when you move, I'm moved. Which mm-hmm. like moved can also mean that he's physically moved, but also just like you know, just talking about him himself. He's mm-hmm. like I'm moved by your presence. I think you're so amazing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
it's just so it's so romantic to me i'm like how did you make such a romantic line mm-hmm. out of something that i mean i'm not saying water can't be romantic i'm just saying it's the way it was worded so simply i was like yeah. oh my and god the melody, that's so pretty in the melody you definitely like i can feel um that motion with it the flowing yes. Yes. in the yes. song it makes you kind of sway like you're in the water i know oh he's my so god. smart oh my god my heart he's is hip, hip, like, like yes. he's fucking hip to, hypnotizing us like yeah i would say when i he listen to his is. songs i feel hypnotized with whatever feeling he's wanting me to feel mm-hmm. right i that's what i'm saying i feel thrown into his storytelling Mm-hmm. but um yeah since Mariah said sex I said sex 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 <laughs> I do think that this song it's not all about sex but it gives you like a sex vibe I do think it's almost like a prelude to sex like a like, like I just walked in from work and I see you cook, cook, cutting up the food on the on the kitchen counter and I'm just like damn I can't believe I got this yes, girl. Yes, I'm so in love by who you are and what your who, what your presence is that like anything you do I feel in sync with. Yeah. So it's almost like foreplay written by a woman is how it feels, mm-hmm. you know? Like so that's why I really like it too. <laughs> um let me see if there's any other lyrics that I liked. Do I mean I like all of them, but um I don't think I wrote any other ones i liked when he said i could never define all that you are to me you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that's so cute like he can't even put into words exactly how she makes him feel mm-hmm. but um yeah there are some really good ones but we'll move on to the next song so the next song is no plan no plan uh i'll listen to what you guys think about it first and then i will say my thoughts about uh, it all i wrote down was a single song lyric apparently I, it's so funny because i didn't I, write i didn't write me good too. notes like you i just wrote ones that could trigger me to remember how i oh, felt okay. uh the lyric i wrote was there will be darkness again okay Caitlin. i, <laughs> I screenshot yeah. a a hymn uh, or like a, a section yeah okay um but your secret is safe with me because if secrets were like seeds keep my body from the fire like don't burn my body yep. like Hire a gardener for my grave. Your secret is safe with me. And if secrets were like seeds, when I'm lying under marble, marvel at my marble, marvel at my flowers you'll have made. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> oh my goodness, Hosier constantly talks yeah. about like um, how death can't keep him apart from his lover in many different ways. Like this one is in the sense of yeah, maybe he's gone from the world, but is is he really because she planted seeds within him and they mm-hmm. grew even after his death again how i was telling you like it's not just like him making me want to fall in love it is a foolishly fall in love like i want to just be like extremely vulnerable and just fall so effortlessly I told yes, you, I told yes, you, yes. I like, it makes like listening to it makes me feel like i'm like a fallen angel that chose to fall because like the love that i would feel on earth is so much more than being in heaven than being in heaven yes Mm-mm-mm. yeah i love it so mm-hmm. much this song i really like um you told me it was like one of your favorites it is literally so out of all of his songs, even though I love all the melodies and stuff like that, when No Plan comes on, just like Movement, I would say more for No Plan than Movement, but No Plan is the song that makes me feel like everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Like it's, I know it's still also about love, but it's just like this unwavering love for the person he's with. He's like through like the world ending or like there not being any reason to live. Yeah. The only reason I have is to love you. Yeah. Like that, that's so valuable to me. And when and I he hear writes it, it, so it feels so real. It's not like some cheesy like, bubblegum yes. pop pop song that's on the radio like it's like a genuine like feeling it's like he's writing from his fucking soul i know like that's just engraved in his heart when mm-hmm. he says my heart is thrilled by the still of your hand it's how oh, i know I that now that you understand there's no plan there's no race to be run um and i love when he says the harder the rain honey the sweeter the sun that mm-hmm. lyric itself makes me so happy because it's like even if you're going through tough times with the person you love mm-hmm. or tough times times in your life like 
looking at the better sides or the things that they bring you, like there will always be that sweeter sun. It's always going to be more important or worth mm-hmm. it than whatever you're yes. going through. And there's also a lyric about like, um, there's no hand on the rain. Like, I feel like there's like a sense of like, I'm not trying to be too controlling of like, I don't know if that is like a theme at all in the song, but it's like, you know, it's okay. Like we're, we can navigate this. There's no plan. There's no hand on the rain. Like, We'll figure it out, you know? Yeah, I, I when I think it of that doesn't have lyric, to be like, uh, you know, when somebody, like, tries to control their bad situation, but mm-hmm. it's like, you're trying to control something yes. you can't control. Yeah, I, the cool thing about his lyrics in all of his songs is that they could mean one thing on the surface, but almost like a word that has many definitions, like not just one, they can mean an entirely different thing. So when I hear that lyric, I hear from, although I'm a very spiritual person, I don't believe in God. Like, I'm not, like, a traditional, like, religious person. So I don't yes. believe in, like, a higher power that is telling me that um, I can't be gay or some shit like that, right? So mm-hmm. when I hear him say that line, I hear him say, like, there is no person in charge of us or this higher being, right? You know? Uh-huh. No, but there's no hand on the rain, a.k.a. nobody's in charge of our fate. Nobody's, like, riding, you know, this horse without us mm-hmm. knowing where it's going. It's more like we are choosing where we want to go yeah like, and there's no pressure free. yeah free freedom like when i see it, i hear freedom i don't hear like a higher power or anybody who is supposed to represent the mm-hmm. you know control aspect but when you said that i do agree with that too he's saying like there's no reason to stress out if things are gonna you know, if bad things are gonna happen there will always be sun yeah the like rain this, yeah. The, you know mm-hmm. after the rain there will always be that sweeter sun mm-hmm. and when i hear the song i literally feel like everything's just going to be completely fine like his voice is so soothing i love it so much are, are you okay, Mariah? Yeah, yeah. I just zoned out really bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. We're getting lyrical and poetry in here. It's no, probably going to happen one of us. That was bad. That was really bad. Where, okay, you, where, where you went to? Where you come from? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, well, Miss Nobody. What would you think of Nobody? Nobody was my favorite fucking song. Um, I, I Obviously, like I told Kinsey, it takes me more than a week to consume an album properly, in my opinion. As I talked about before, how I love music so much, it would take me longer than a week. And who knows, in a week, I could have a different favorite song. Because maybe in a week, I might interpret something differently from an old song. But Nobody was my favorite. Um, I literally loved, I'd be singing in my car, the part where he's like, I'd be appalled if I ever saw you try to be a saint. I wouldn't fall for someone who I didn't think would misbehave. Mm. And I loved like the tonage change at the end when he was like, obviously singing the same thing, but I was telling Kinsey how in songs, they usually just repeat the chorus a bunch at the end. At the end, he was like, uh, and on the other side, why should we deny the truth? We could have less to worry about, honey. I won't lie to you. And it mm-hmm. felt like this, like, yeah. yeah it's so are they song. not together in this song? What'd you say? Are they not together oh, in no, the song? They're no, they're together. Okay. They're, he's literally I, saying, like, you know, like how much he loves her the whole okay. time. I think he's saying there could there could be. Looking back at her saying, I, uh, there's yeah, nobody there else like no you. one else. Yeah. Yes. There couldn't and be I anyone else like you. the part where he was talking about, like, how he, like, would prefer, like, to just wake up on her warm side of the bed over anywhere else. Like, he's like, if I could oh, go back, yeah, let me pull it's in that the second lyric. verse. It's really good. Um, okay, okay it, says, it says, if I had the choice between he- hearing either noise, the excitement of a thousand, or the soothing of your voice. Oh, yeah. AKA Talking about voice, being famous and shit. At yeah. first chance, I'd take the bed warmed by the body. Yeah. Mm. Like he's literally saying, like, yeah, I would never. The part right before then, he, he was like, uh, when you warm the bed on Wednesday, it's suicide on Tuesday. Like he's like mad at himself on Tuesday. Or is it more so because he misses her so much yeah. and he's waiting for Wednesday? I don't think he's mad at himself. Sorry. Are you oh, I was just confused. Because it's, like, it's like talking about how he's on that tour. Like basically he's performing. So he's like mad at himself for not. Oh, like I guess I didn't take it as mad. It's more like life's unbearable, Yeah, it's unlivable. the same thing. I mean, I think he's upset. 
I, I guess I just saw different meanings, not the same thing. But what were you saying, Ken? I was asking if you were looking at your lyrics. Like, that makes sense. That looks um, easier. But yes, I did love that song. Kinsey mm-hmm. told me today that uh, she's like, I was listening to the song. She said you're your favorite. And I could tell why you're your favorite. And I was like, damn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I think it, it's, again, like that undeniable love yes. that I love. Like, I want mm-hmm. you to be thinking about me and how much you love and me. And only me. Yeah, and only me. Well, what's <laughs> Maybe cool I'm toxic, is I com- Caitlin may say, but I completely I- agree with Mariah. Um, the funny thing is, is he's got multiple songs yeah. that have those... Um, and I'm not going to pay attention to the toxic ones. I'm going to pay attention to the <laughs> healthy ones where you're just very into somebody. Um, and although nobody is one of my favorites, it's not one of my favorites mm-hmm. about uh, all consuming I, I love. I don't think it was as deep with the metaphors and everything like but you were saying before. I, I, I don't know. It like vied with you when you told me yeah. that it was your favorite. I was like, you know what? That does seem like a It's It's kind of lighthearted as in like mm-hmm. he's just talking about how much he likes her. But still the depth of how Even much he wants to be with say, her. Like, yeah, I'd be appalled if you ever acted like a saint. Like, yeah, like I don't that's, that's kind of cute and this, silly. Like, perfect girl that like can do everything and like little princess little saints like i want you to like still be you yeah that's what i'm saying i feel like the feelings in the song are deep it's more like the way they're speaking to mm-hmm. one another is more like light-hearted and like you know like you said i wouldn't want somebody that couldn't misbehave like that's yeah. very like cheeky to me you know yeah um is there anything else you want to say about nobody Kaylin? i didn't have a ton to say and that, i mean that's, that's just okay. my honest feedback i i like it and i mm-hmm. do see why you like it a lot um I think maybe it's just like there are other songs that resonated with me more that do talk about similar st- yeah. aspects, but um, still really good song. Yeah, very good. All very good. I love him. Um, the next song is To Noise Making. Also I don't have a ton sing. to talk about with this one except for thank you, Hosier. I will be screaming in my car singing yeah. even if it don't sound good. Thank I you. I told Kinsey that it reminded me of, uh, obviously, I was like getting emotional telling Kinsey. This is Mariah's song, guys. Uh, obviously we talked about skate we talked about skating's fun and then i was telling kinsey about you know the haiku panel where he's like i forget that that volleyball is fun and like hearing that reminded me like the literally the line uh it's like the main fucking i thought i wrote it down but i guess i didn't uh where he put like was it that or just the act of making noise that brought you joy you don't have to sing it right but who could call you wrong mm-hmm. oh, and i was like you're right like i should be doing things simply because it brings me joy Mm-hmm. And it was yet another reminder. So I was telling Kinsey how recently I've been trying to make sure I find the joy in my life. Like, yet again, I should just be reminding myself, like, I'm here because, like, this makes me happy because this fulfills me and this fills my cup. Not because of another ulterior motive. Not because, like, mm-hmm. I feel obligated to do it. Like, I should be doing things strictly out of if it brings joy to my heart. You didn't always sing it right, but who could, who could call tell you wrong? wrong? He says, you mm-hmm. didn't always sing it nice, but honey, sing it sing strong. strong. I love that like, part. when Mariah was telling me her reasoning for why she liked the song... Although I, really I like this song, I was like, oh my God, you are actually, it's, I guess I understood the meaning of the song, but I wasn't understanding the uh, super How importance to my to life, you. to me. How could I yep. relate it to me? Because sometimes mm-hmm. when I listen to songs, I just get so caught up in like yeah. the sound of it because it's so good that um, just even re-listening to the album and wanting to know what the songs meant for you guys so that I could tell you the meanings. Um, I was like, oh my God, some of these songs, I didn't even see how they related to me. Yeah. And when you told me that, I would get, I got literal chills. I was like, you're right. Like That's super sweet that it like connected you guys in that way because you're both my friends and I do realize that like when you guys go towards a craft or anything, you really focus on the doing it right part. But mm-hmm. like, you do got to remind yourself like, I, I should just be having fun. Like seeing it loud, you know, even if it's not right, like you should just be trying to have fun. So like, if you draw in a whole sketchbook and like, you know, you still feel like half of your drawings don't make you yeah. as happy as they could like the act of doing it and yeah. having fun and like, i literally have a an andy j quote andy j oh my god what the fuck <laughs> andy, andy j pizza quote on my wall right now that says like are you trying to enjoy the process or enjoy the final product or something like that 
Yeah. And I was telling Kinsey, like, since living with her, I was like, I've been reminded of, like, I've been reminded of more, like, joyful things with my life. Like, I I should, I wanted to be, like, having more fun with stuff. It's almost like living with, like, a little sister that you, like, love hanging out with. And I'm like, I want to make sure, like, these moments, like, I'm, like, trying to internalize this, like, joy that I'm having when we're, like, down in the basement dicking around about something. (laughs) And, like, I'm, like, trying to remind myself, like, there are, like, happy moments in life that I should, like, those, those happy moments shouldn't be minor. Like, those should be, like, those are big moments. I should remember this. Like, this is a fun, I'm laughing, I'm enjoying my life, and I want those to feel like bigger moments than, like, Mm -hmm. the other moments in my life have felt. You should be What the fuck? That was so good. (laughs) You should be in, this is something that's really helped me with, like, you know, my, like, happiness is can you do this and be happy without posting it mm-hmm. well it i don't i already don't post anything about like, my life it, it should, well, <laughs> i'm saying like yeah just in general the gratification of even like the accomplishments or something like that it's yeah. just like just do it like put that paint stroke down and i'm so happy that's so sweet that like it meant a lot to you guys like that for me i'm not gonna lie listening to it i'm just like singing real loud like, and like sick, my sick, sick. Sick. <laughs> i was like i was imagining like i've gotten really used to singing in the car which yeah I love. Uh, I only well. I only got my car recently. Uh, Remember that? So I didn't get the freedom to do it in the shower. Wait till you learn how to drive at night because late night driving with the music blasting. Crying. Hold the vibe. (laughs) Hold the vibe. It's like a private concert, bro. It is. Mm -hmm. And like, it doesn't matter if my voice breaks. Like, nobody's in the car. Nobody can see me. And it's like when I listened to that song, it reminded me of that. And to me, it's just like a free private moment. Mm -hmm. That's how I took the song. Um, but like, yeah, the literal sense that's what the song was about. So well. Even even when you look at it, yeah. like it it does mean what you guys say, yeah, like, it, on the deeper level, the subconscious level to the song. So I really like that it uh, did that for you. Thanks. Um, the next song is "As It Was," and I'm going to preface this As with the fact: whoa, 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 Hey, <laughs> Harry Styles is not invited to this. <laughs> um, uh, this song is actually the song I know the least about. I I didn't even look up the analysis either. I'm but sorry. But we watched the music video and I almost cried because Cameron, Cameron Boyce was in it. Yes. The, the, I, I love this song. Wait, no, I just don't this, understand this, this song. song. I, think that Wait. Was, I think it was almost that had Cameron Boyce in it. Oh, yeah, you know that. that it was, was almost still sad. Still sad. I, <laughs> I really love this song as it was. I don't really understand it. I should probably look up an analysis. Kayla, are you doing that right now? No, I'm reading the lyrics. Uh, um, But, yeah, so I want to hear what your guys' opinions were on it because I was kind of perplexed even looking at the lyrics. Let's all look up an analysis. Haha. Ha. I mean, no, I'm pretty sure it was about like a love that he was like uh, yearning for. Hold on. But your love was unmoved. And tell me if somehow some of it remained. How long you would wait for me and how long I've been away. I did see. Okay, I did understand those lyrics. So that the was like the only thing now, I knew about the song. Your shape in the doorway. Make you, here, I'll go to the chorus. Uh, and I knew its name, the drug, the dark, the light, the shame. The highs hit the high of my baby. And its, and its hold had the fight of my baby. And the lights were as bright as my baby. But your love was unmoved. He repeats the chorus three times in this uh, song, so it's actually not that deep lyrically, but you have to look at the chorus. The chorus mm. is, at mo- is the most important part of the song. He repeats it three times. Mm. And he only has two verses. What's no the hook. analysis say online? I'm not looking. I'm looking at the lyrics. I thought you were looking it up, girl. Fuck. Okay, I got you. Um, as Yeah, it that was like the only lyric that I had any uh, guess just looking yeah. at. I mean, you could definitely find some people's opinions on it. Like, go to Reddit, bro. Looks like he had been away go from someone for a while. Here. Yeah, I guess it's more a song so it's about it's returning. It's a from the point of the view of a person coming back to the person he loves. It's about reassuring somebody upon your returning, comparing all of the wonderful things you've experienced and being able to only compare how marvelous it was to this person you're talking mm. to. There's a sense of foreboding to it as well. 
I didn't really get that. That's a dumb oh, word. I'm not saying that uh, it was bad. I'm saying, so yeah, he repeated the same chorus several times. Because but I'm saying word. the way he uh, structured his sentences, mm-hmm. um, I think they were so poetic and so good that I was having a tough time even understanding yeah. them. So yeah. that's Bro, why and we watched his live performance. He was like, hey, what is that? <laughs> and he was I'm like not, on the mic, like, bro. I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm just saying like my... Inte- intellectual level yeah. like what like, we are not we don't have any pisces and, to yeah, help us yeah, and i'm like, a shit, level I don't below know this you is- so i definitely went over my okay. head so now rereading the lyrics with what kaylin just said i can see that more because he's comparing the things that he experienced and how they were nothing compared mm-hmm. to the love he's like that i still was want to go back to this love that's still there for me he's like yeah i've been to concerts i've been to different countries but like this love is still there yeah yeah, yeah. I've seen it on a lot of romance playlists, uh, so it's obviously a really good song. Still, it's just very, very deep and poetic that, like, you yeah. kind Hose- of have a hard time, like, uh, understanding it at first. Yeah, Hosier, you got me there. <laughs> it, it was good. It was really good. I just wasn't as smart to, you know, figure it out. Um, The next song is Shrike. Shrike. Uh, I think it's so cute. What did you guys think about Shrike. Uh, that was another one that I only wrote a lyric to. I put, remember me, remember, remember me, love, when I'm reborn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, it gives me, I don't know, just, unre- no, wait, no, no, uh, the one that got away vibes, like, mm-hmm. um, damn, I should have said something. And then it's like, that analogy of being reborn, it gives me Phoenix vibes, like, you know, yeah. I will, like, I didn't say it then, but if I ever get reborn, like, in our next life, like, I'll fucking say it then. Well... I looked up the song and the analysis for it. It's yeah. actually about an abusive relationship. Do you guys know what shrike a shrike is? A bird? Yes. How do you know that? Because she knows mythical creatures. It's not a mythical creature. It's, it's a real like a nose. She just knows everything about animals. Do you know what shrikes do? What do they do? They kill their prey on top of rose bushes. They use the thorns of the rose bushes <gasps> to kill them. Oh my god, he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he says in the song, let me pull it up. Do-do-do. At, as the shrike to your sharp and glorious thorn. So he's literally like illuminating, saying how amazing she is as in this sharp, glorious thorn, right? That if, gives me like if, medieval fantasy, like tale kind of vibes. Like, oh. Like if he's referring to her as this thorn, like this sharp thing that can hurt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like um, a shrike being a bird that uses that thorn to kill things, right? It's almost like he's saying that like um he's so obsessed with her wants to be with her so much that it's hard for him to see her true purpose which is to kill the thing on the thorn you know what i'm saying i'm just confused though because it talks about like i couldn't utter my love when it counted but i'm singing like a bird about it now i couldn't whisper when you needed it shouted but i'm singing like a bird about it now like i took it as like i should have spoke up sooner like i should have you know confessed and so I don't get those vibes of like toxic relationship until we do get to the yeah. literal but thorn. A lot of a lot of well, look, he says this too. He says, "Back to the hedge grows, mm-hmm. but wait, back to the hedge rows where bodies are mounted." But I'm flying like a bird to you now. He literally says that she is the reason why people die, the animals, right? Because they're getting mounted onto these thorns. But he's flying to her anyways, right? His songs talk. A lot of his abusive songs talk about being the so obsessed with the person he's with. That it's hard to yeah. see the true nature of what they are, right? So, like, the thorns are being used, whether it's to kill these rodents with the mm-hmm. with the bird doing it, or if people touch a rose and get, you know, yeah. cut by the thorns, 
So it's still up to your interpretation, though, Caitlin. Like, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, even if an artist directly mm-hmm. says what it's about, they usually say like, you know, the point of the song is for your interpretation. But they'll say this is what mm-hmm. my intentions were when I wrote it. Yeah, so. yeah. The, I'm just talking about what the intentions were when they, mm-hmm. he wrote it. But um, his Ooh, like, okay, I read some more, and it said um, like these words hung above, but never would form like a cry at the final breath that is drawn. Remember me, love, when I'm reborn. I'm gonna skip a few lines, and then it says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It says, uh, then when I met you, my virtues uncounted. All of my goodness is going with you now. So I can see where he's like, oh, my God, I'm so obsessed with you. And, like, I should have spoke up sooner. Maybe that even led to her acting more toxic or, like, changing or, like, being whatever the toxicity is referencing in the song. And then it's like he maybe is trying to return, but she's, like, you know, going in or I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I definitely think it's more of a she was just a toxic person. It's Mm -hmm. not at all whatever, like, whatever relationship that they have yeah but think about this a lot of the times in a toxic abusive relationship whoever is the one that's you know being abusive and whoever's being the victim they make the victim feel like it's their fault right so in the song he's talking about like he wasn't enough he wasn't doing enough and that he should have like you know went after her the way she was expecting him to or you know been with her the way she was expecting him to but at the end of the day the symbolism is showing that she's not like this healthy person to be with and it makes sense that he constantly didn't feel good enough you know, I don't think it actually had any validity on whatever abusive partner he was with. You know, mm-hmm. I think they were being abusive. Oh, I wasn't trying to validate it. I was saying that, like, in one of the interpretations, because the very first line is, I should have, like, said more. I should have done more. But that's so what I'm, I'm saying. So I'm saying it's, like, more of a theory. I'm not saying it is. It's, like, what if, like, because he didn't say something, what if animosity grew and toxicity grew? Yeah, that's but I don't think that's what the meaning of the song is. I think he's definitely, like, throughout the song, it's just mm-hmm. his constant wanting to go back to her and to do more for her and be there for her is him showing that through being a victim, like, it was never enough for her and she was constantly making it feel like he was the problem. I believe she that. She is the symbolism in the song that is the thing that's bad. Do you know what I I'm saying? I believe that, yeah. I was just letting you know that, like, I wasn't definitely saying it. I was just throwing it out there. I was like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I love the way Strike sounds. Um, I think it's I think it's good. It's not one of my favorites, but um, yeah. I didn't know anything about the uh, bird yeah. before I actually looked it up. So the next song is it's one talk. of my favorites, and it's called Talk. So I wrote down, <laughs> I won't deny I've got in my mind now all of the things we do. So I'll try to talk refined for feet that you might find out how I'm imagining you. I was like, for fear? Fucking man. Yeah, for fear. Sorry. Why did I for feet? Um, <laughs> shut up. Um, that song, literally, like, I'm so funny. It was so funny because when you, when I came home and you told me about this, I was like, actually, I was just listening to that song today at work again. And I was thinking about it. And this man, he was like, I will put on a fucking show. Look all piss and proper for you. But if you knew what the fuck was going on through my brain right now, if you knew how I, I was actually boy. imagining you, I, I was like, you. mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's basically what he said. He was like, I'll act all proper now, but, you know, if you could see, like, how I'm actually imagining mm. you during this conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that one. It was good. Did you did you know the myth, uh, the mythology references he was making in the song? Uh, Orpheus? Yeah. Like this, like, Orpheus, Eurydice, um, s- several of them. There's no. a couple of them. Oh, okay, well, I won't tell you all the myths, but... So the reason he gets so poetic in the first third, uh, two thirds of this song, is because the song is supposed to be directed as a person approaching a, a person, another person, and really like think of it, Knight of Cups, like very much like a you know verbally 
affirming them, like complimenting mm-hmm. them, like telling them how much their beauty is like making them fall in love with them or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, but the true intentions is that he does not have real feelings for the person he's going after. He just wants to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. So all the myth, <laughs> all the mythology that he references are love stories um, between people who like, you know, did intense feats for one another to like, you know, mm-hmm. continue the relationship. And when he says, I'd be the voice that urged Orpheus when her body was found. Orpheus, have you heard about the story of Orpheus? His wife dies and he goes down to hell and plays his little lyre and he mm-hmm. convinces Hades with his amazing song that, you know, well, if you play this song and you walk out of hell and you don't look back, like don't turn it back to see if your wife's behind you, then your wife will be able to live again. I'll give you your wife's soul again. And Orpheus is like, hell yeah. So he plays this song. He's walking out of hell. But like the temptation of turning around is too much that by the end, right before he walks out of hell, he turns around just to make sure she's there. And she's there as a ghost and she dissipates and she doesn't get to come back to earth because he fucked up, Dumb right? Bitch. That was Hades' like uh, little deal with him. So the whole point of referencing that is he's saying, I would go to hell to find yeah. you bring you back because i'm so in love with you but he's saying all these mythological like you know compliments as a lie which is why he says he even says it he's like i'd be the last shred of truth in the lost myth of true love yeah when so, he like, says, every time he's referencing so i try to talk refined for fear that you'll find out how i'm imagining you so he's talking refined because he's like i don't want you to know why i'm actually thinking yeah. about you and it's because i want to fuck the shit out of you so and every <sighs> single time he says imagine being loved by me in that song i was like <sighs> i know i was like girl where is the Pull line my panties though? Down. And, and, and <laughs> I don't mean this argumentatively. I mean this educationally. Like, where is the line that like that means player? Because like I that's what it means. It, it is no. I, <laughs> that's but like, means. let's say I you love my life. Let's say it's like fucking like you know everything about you that I like, and I'm being refined and proper and shit. But like, not only am I interested in like dating you, maybe like potentially like being in a serious relationship with mm-hmm. you. If I'm attracted to you, I'm probably going to also check you out. I think he's speaking realistically. That's the yeah. thing. He's not speaking this like perfect love story where like, yeah, I love you so much. I would never think of you like that. He's speaking realistic. Like this is yeah. the human body. I'm just saying that like if I, let's say I was like still dating, like in the dating scheme and I met someone that I wanted to go out with and be serious with, I would be checking them out like that. Like yeah. I'd be like, you don't want to think about what I'm thinking about. You know, it's too soon for yeah, that. Yeah, I guess it's just more so the intentions underneath mm-hmm. it which what well, funny thing is anybody else sing a song like this i'd be like man whore player you know yeah it's still oh, like you know it right? still teeters the line of toxicity we're not saying yeah, like his oh, he's songs the perfect are gentleman. about his songs like there's multiple songs about toxicity abuse you know like obsession and these are one of those songs where he's like i am obsessed with you but not the way that you think i am even though i'm telling you yeah. that i am even yeah. so yes it's wrong it's not that it's right that but he's I think telling it's, this it's person a natural this. human body is what he's doing like that's a natural response that you would do okay yeah i mean i definitely think it would need like some check it needs some morality yes. like um, mm-hmm. i think that's what i like about well, like, his songs you could see a hot man be like i'd fuck him i know well i'm more i'm demisexual so i still couldn't yeah, but, like we would but, still say something like that like yeah 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 but I thought this song was so attractive. Kayla, later, if you have the time, I would look up the references that he talks about so that you can understand when you read more, yeah. Orpheus, for example, when you read, when he says, I'd be the voice that urged Orpheus when her body was found. Um, she was found dead, right? So if he said, I'd be the voice that urged Orpheus, it, he's saying, I would be the person that urged Orpheus to go to hell for you. Or like the voice in Orpheus's head, right? Like mm-hmm. because you're that important. Because yeah. I would go back. I'd go into hell 
travel to hell to go get your body back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go through the song again and you maybe look up the things you don't understand, you might understand more of the mythology and the lore behind it. And then you'll see, wow, he's making such like dramatic ass yeah. like love, you know, proclamations of love. And then he's out here saying, but... But if you could see actually... If you could see the things he, he's I'm not thinking saying about... That he doesn't, he's not saying that he doesn't love her to that extreme. He is saying, like, I do love you to that extreme, but also, like... Oh, I don't little, think so. There's a little dirty spot in my mind. That's that's how I took it, but also I think all all sides are valid. I'll have to go yeah. do my homework I, on I don't know, When I read his analysis, he said it was. He said it's lying to somebody. He said, yeah. no, I'm saying that stuff And I think that's <laughs> realistic. I mean, I'm sure that you've been with someone that you might have, like, manipulated for something. Like, I think... I'm not saying that we have, but I'm saying, like, it's a normal human experience in this world to be but with someone for certain cool reasons yes the cool thing is though even though that's what the song is about which is lying to somebody yeah. to have sex with them as we've said before if you like this song you can take it as somebody wants you so bad yes. and they want to tell you how much they love you but at the same time they feel a little maybe embarrassed about thinking yeah if you interpret it both ways you. i could say like yeah i love you so much but also like there's a little dirty seat in my mind but yeah, also i like, can see you it can as like take it personally like that i, I can also see it as manipulation like i'm saying i think it's a human experience to experience both of those feelings so yeah. he's just writing the human experience yeah, yeah, yeah like, i can he's respect like, he's like this is how i felt this is how i wrote the song but if you want to feel that way about the song, there's nothing yeah, wrong like, about it. Maybe there was a person he genuinely was like, I just want to fuck you, so I'm manipulating the situation. Yeah, at the end of the day, when people are listening to music, too, if it resonates with a certain yeah. spot of their life hearing those words, then that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'm just autistic, so I'm like, all right, guys, but this is how we wrote the song. This you is how can, the author intended you, it. You can think whatever you want, because there are songs I listen to that apparently mm-hmm. uh, aren't about love, and they're actually about Ireland and, like, the colonization of Ireland. And yeah. I was like, oh. It's okay. So, which is really cool. But when I listen to that song, I think of love. Um, so next song is B. What um, did you guys think about? I wrote down with the same sweet shock of when Adam first came. <laughs> uh, because I thought that was hilarious when I first heard it. I said, did I, did I catch that right? And I actually have seen, uh, I, I was like, did I catch that? And I looked at the lyrics and there was a tweet where somebody asked him where he came up with that. And he was like, I genuinely just imagined the shock that he had to feel from having that built up tension. So, when you, <laughs> when you said that, Mariah, I was like, this song, I'm not saying it can't be about sex, but this song is more so about choosing to love oh, as yeah. a trans, uh, transgression or transgressive, whatever word is correct, mm-hmm. um, but that line in exists. the face of evil, like to choose to be a loving, emotional yeah. human being instead of uh, succumbing to the evil world around us. Yeah, like this, obviously this not about sex. World. It's just like that <laughs> metaphor was a very clever metaphor because I you're know. right imagine the first man having come for the first time what not about man, the first the woman too not not thinking about like <laughs> he not was here first like yeah oh. he was there first so therefore it's like the first person well did he come by himself did he jack um, off by himself Is that yeah, maybe he saying? did just the idea of like and then god was like damn obviously, he need a buddy obviously <laughs> obviously we're a woman Give me a rib, but it, imagine being like, even just like a young man a child in the world right now like coming for the first time and you're like what the fuck was that? Now imagine being the first person to ever do that, and you like, feel the exact same way. I would argue. What the fuck is that? But you didn't. But like, oh. I feel like as a fourteen-year-old boy, you have an idea of what it is. So you're not as shocked. Oh, you're right. You're like, it's oh. the initial shock of it. You got a good point. In the song, it also says, "Be as you've always been. Be like the love that discovered the sin." Mm-hmm. Mm. Which to me is giving off vibes of like, I know this isn't exactly what it means, but it's giving off vibes of like a uh, the well, love Eve- that discovered the sin, like you know, fucking around, yeah. you know. Also, like, even Adam, like, fucking around the apple, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. And then it says the, uh, be that hopeful feeling when Eden was lost. Yeah. Lots of references I liked to this Adam one. It was a catchy I one. love his religious references because they're always about not actually believing in God and just putting his own spin on how he takes 
religion. Yeah, he uses them as metaphors often. I love it so do. much. It makes me feel good. Like, uh, Take Me to Church, which is not on this album, but, um, you know, I just mm-hmm. like how he disrespects the Bible and, <laughs> and does whatever he wants with the uh, imagery he sees. Mm-hmm. Like, he takes the symbolism and he uses it to expand on other things he wants to talk about, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I would argue that, like, Lil Nas X did that with Montero because the whole album was themed around religion and I saw a Instagram post about it. It was like, you know, you tell us to go to hell and then when you get mad when we go to hell because the whole music video yeah. was shot with him falling from heaven and going into hell. And it's playing with the Bible. It's like turning it into art, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Watch you your mic, girly. Huh? Your mic. Um, oh. Is there anything else you guys feel about B? Yeah. Or it was nah, one of your next favorite one. songs? Oh, B was really catchy to me. It was. I don't. I don't know if I would say it was my favorite. Like my mm-hmm. top. Like if I had to pick my top three, you, you had a gun to my head. Didn't have a ton. Yeah, I yeah, don't think I would say it. I yeah, B is a good one. Not one of my favorites. But though. it was a good one. Yeah. What do you think, Kayla? Obviously, I was like, didn't, B, I did have a lot B, to say. B. It's not one of your favorites. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, the next song, which is one of my favorites, <laughs> is "Dinner in Diatribes." What's a diatribes? Every time I, I think read it, it's I some sort of conversations that you don't want yeah. to be in, like oh. a like a meaningless conversation. Look up the uh, meaning. Maybe it's like you know when you're stuck talking to someone out of being nice, but you can't tell them to fuck off. You know, a forceful and bitter verbal attack against someone or something. Oh. Okay, yeah, so it's similar. We watched a know. music video for this, and Homeboy had his hair slicked back because he was pissed. <laughs> I said, oh, don't girl, do like, that, it, it gives me family dinner vibes where, like, you know, aunts and, you know, family members will personally take jabs at you, but they'll do it in a way that is purposely attacking you in front of anybody, but they don't really explicitly say it, so they can't get in trouble for it, and if you start a fight, then you're the sensitive one. It gives me those vibes, this, dinners this, and diatribes. Tribes. Did this song give you that? No, I'm saying that word, word, diatribes. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the word meant. Mm. Mm-hmm. So when paired with the word dinner and diatribes, that's I'm picturing an uncomfortable environment where like we're fighting, but like we're also having dinner. So it's like I'm just shooting these invisible missiles at you, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, what what did you guys think about this song? Um, I gotta read it again. The one lyric I did have written down was uh where he had uh I'd suffer hell if you tell me what you do to me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and when he slowed it down, he was like, now that the evening's slowing, now that the end's in sight, honey, it's easier knowing what you do to me tonight. Oh, let there be damage ensued in tabloid news. That's the kind of love. Yeah, and I love... That's the, the kind of love I've been dreaming of. I love so his like, vocals. Every time he said that part of the chorus, like, the way he drug out his lyrics and his, like, his words when he would say, like, the... the That's the kind of dream I've been thinking of, and the way he said it every time was perfect. Yeah. When I was The younger, melody for this one was really nice, too. Yeah, yeah I love the melody of this one. The song... It's very much vibey. You put it on, you want to stomp around, is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the lyrics I had written down was, um, tell me you're mad. That's the kind of love I'm dreaming of. Like, like mad for him, like crazy for him. So the overall song, I don't know if you noticed, Kaylin and Mariah, was about um, being at a dinner party with your mm-hmm. partner's friends, maybe even family that you don't really want to be around or maybe they're boring or insufferable. But, like, the whole night, you're only... Like, you know... I want to get you back to my room. Like, Yes, your only <laughs> hope or, like, patience is coming from how much you want to be with your partner alone. Like, mm-hmm. to fuck around with them. And it's so hot. Because well, he's saying knows. he would go to walk to hell if it meant he got to spend a night with her. 
in every situation in your entire life where you've had to sit through an uncomfortable situation, and I'm not talking about, like, a person with any sort of lack of confidence that wouldn't stand up for themselves, because that's a different situation. You'll sit through anything at that point. Like, if, let's say it's a family that, like, is so toxic, you're like, okay, at this point, I'm not coming to Thanksgiving. Like, I, I don't fucking care. Or work parties, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have something on the line, you're not going to sit through that stuff. That's going to be me post-famous. Me so too. I'm saying, like, like let's say you had to go to some stupid work party and you don't care about anybody there, but you're like, dang, I don't want to, like, lose my job and everybody has to go or whatever. Like, I or I'm trying to get this promotion. There's something on the line. And, like, in this sense, he's only sitting through this for her. Like, I know. And he's so willing to. He's like, I, if I only got to sit through this dinner, this is easy because I'd walk to hell for you to be alone with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I also like that um, the kind of love he wants. It's like... Um, it's giving me a little bit like um, we're going to stir shit up. You know what I mean? Like the tabloid thing, the be mad oh, yeah. for me. There's a lot of um, it seems like some firecracker love, like really poppy. I don't know. Yeah. That's right. Like he's like, I'm willing to go to any length. So if that meant drama with tabloids, if that meant upsetting people, like mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck because you taste so good. Yeah. Yeah. I know this is kind of like for multiple ones of his songs, but. We've talked about uh, before several times in the podcast, like how attractive and like compelling the way he talks about love is and stuff like that. But another thing that I love is just like this man talks about being seduced or seducing another person Mm -hmm. so deeply. Like, yeah, we talked about like the the, you know, the sweet parts of love, how Mm -hmm. he's so hopelessly in love with somebody. But when he's talking about sex, that man, it's not like fair music. It's not the fuck bitches get money. It's not. It's I literally like having sex with you is like having nectar from the gods like it's like some like the way he describes it he's feral for it yes. he's obsessed mm-hmm. with it and it's and the I only thing he, he wants it so boldly like yes that is true that is what we want to hear that is what i want i want you to hear that being in love with me is literally like you would go through hell you would do everything just to be with me well just even, even be my presence even though yeah. he's very passionate and intense about it it doesn't come across as disrespect as in like other songs yes. because in other songs it's purely power yeah and using you no it this is, man is it's on like, his hands and knees begging this for is you. art this is yes like, yes greater. yes amazing comments guys absolutely it's like when you hear mainstream media talking about sex or wanting a woman's body it's so like touch booby grab booby touch ass <laughs> uh, put dick and pussy right but when he talks mm-hmm. about sex with a person it gets to this like spiritual level for me where it's like yes sex with an attractive woman obviously it isn't horrible but that's not what he's talking about when he talks about these songs he's like it's the sex with you mm-hmm. he's like you intoxicate me like you're who you are like what you're made up of Mm-hmm. is what turns me on so much and that's why i want to touch you that's why i want to touch you in those areas that people can't just touch you in like obviously yeah the sexual because you know there's even songs in mainstream media that talk about like you know you either you don't got game or this pussy good like whatever like yeah. i'm just saying that like they don't even describe good sex to like the level that he describes it like very spiritual like you described it. I, yes I, out of like out of body. Mm-hmm. I've been saying earlier in the podcast that it just feels like it's written by a woman. It feels like, in my opinion, what sex should be. He wrote be. it for women. Yes, he did. <laughs> and he knows what we want. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's not that women aren't horny or can't be very horny. It's like, mm-hmm. it's how we go about sex. We don't take it so transactional. We don't take it so much like using somebody's body. Like, I feel like the way mainstream media talks about sex just feels so mm-hmm. like, uh, almost like there's products on my body that men want to try out, if that makes sense. Yes. It's not that they want to be yeah. present with me, having sex with me, 
enjoying yeah because i like it is out of body like the act of you know doing that it's a lot more mental than it is like physical part is what also the yeah well i think like, it's hand have, in hand you gotta have that mental stimulation for the physicality to feel spiritual do you know what i'm saying yes exactly so in his songs you he writes that spe- that uh mental part that is you know not included that in is happening yeah yes that is included with you know the respectful version of yeah. sex. And when you have that, and it's not it's so funny because it's like respectful, but in the most dirtiest way. Like he is saying how much he wants it's to. It's passion and it's yes. like intense still. That's why I said I'm not taking that part out when I say mm-hmm. that he's, when I say respectful, I'm, I definitely don't mean like nerdy. He's like, I respectfully yeah. want to do you dirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I respectfully want, want to bend you over. <laughs> Some guts and Costco <laughs> shit. Yes. I respectfully yes. want to bend you over until you're begging for me to stop. Thank you. And like, like, no. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Literally, oh my god! Yes, yes. So I, I really love it. Oh, good sir. <laughs> oh, oh, good sir. Um, but anyways, I think that's I. That's why I, one of the things of mm-hmm. what I really like about his music is how he talks about sex, and he doesn't just do one song, right? He does yeah. like multiple, and like we said, Pisces men. I mean, Pisces. Pisces should only be allowed to write love songs, and I also mm-hmm. that Virgo should only be allowed to write intricate films and books. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god, Dave was a uh, screenplay writer. And a, a script writer. That's so funny. Yeah. It makes sense. But uh, moving on from that sexy song is Would That Which is also I. one of my favorites. This one is my one favorite. Of your fav- oh, oh, that oh, song made me, me feel like. That song made me feel like, you know that TikTok uh, like, theme where people were like screaming the lyrics like aggressively where they weren't singing in tone? This one made me feel like, you know what I'm talking about? That TikTok trend? People I'm were not. like screaming the fucking lyrics out of tone. Like this time, made me feel like it. When he came up and he said, "Truth that I saw her hair like a branch." Oh yeah, I know tree. what you're talking about. And he's and I, I'm like, I love it. And at the end, when he was fucking going in, like I want you to scream the lyrics. Like when he's sitting here, he's like, uh, I can't think of the chorus. All of a sudden, I'll pull okay. up the chorus. Um, I also liked at the end when he put though, uh, though I've handled the what I still worship the flame as long as amber of ember glows. He says, "But that's not tonight." Literally, when I want to scream. I'd be like, "But that's life. not tonight." <laughs> I want to scream it, bro. Mm, The song makes me so hype for no reason. Yeah, I also, uh, I've been exploring lots of music because now that I'm actually allowed to listen to music at work again, I am kind of like coming into dead ends with my current playlist that I've been venturing out a lot. And Mm -hmm. um, one, the song was introduced to me on TikTok um, when it was a popular audio and it was Aragorn from Lord of the Rings telling Frodo, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I would have gone with you to the fires of Mordor. Like, uh, um, so it was that guitar. So it already has like medieval vibes. Okay. Oh, so it's already on the playlist of every middle medieval bitchy mm-hmm. out here that likes, you know, folky music. Um, but then when I actually heard the song and listened to it and like, there's lots of references of, I still would say fantasy vibes. Um, it talks about war and fighting, and then it's like, that's not tonight, though. Like, Bro, I, wanna, I just to... want to scream those, like, obsessively for no reason. Did you guys... It's like putting your swords down to, like, you know, be in love tonight, you know? Well, did you know what the song was about with the trees and the fire symbolism? He did. He mentioned wood a lot and would compare that, like, all the wood that I've loved is long ago. Yeah, so what he was talking about is he's surrounded by these trees, um, and they're rep- representing his past loves, like, people he's been in love with. And this new fire requires the wood to be lit, right? The new fire is the person who represents his new interest, mm-hmm. right? The new person mm-hmm. he's falling in love with. But to keep the fire aflame, he has to Shoot, cut like the trees down and, you know, feed the fire, right? Almost like burn away those past loves, burn away the importance mm-hmm. of them. So he's got lines like, um, fell in love with the fire long ago. 
uh, thought I've handled the wood, I will worship the flame. Wait, though I've handled the wood, it was though. Though I have handled the wood, I will worship the flame. Long as amber of embers glow, all the wood that I've loved is long ago. Yeah, that's the line. I, I love that line. Are gone because I'm using that experience and love that I've learned from them to, to this fuel this fire, not to live in the past with yeah. those. Yeah, and I think I'm a very strong believer in that, like, um, and it depends. There's still people who end up with our high school sweethearts that, like, it works out. But, like, I think I'm that a big believer in breaking up with those bitches. Every, every freshman I, I met in college, I'd be like, break up with them. I know you think you love them. Break up with them. There's some people in this world you don't know. It's just, like, high school, you don't even know yourself. And a relationship is a... Okay, dating around... I'm so sorry. <laughs> dating around in high school is fine because you're still learning those lessons. But, like, you're not even fully a person Unless you yet. met your soulmate. Like, and, you, and I am a firm believer, too, that yeah. if you break up with a high school lover... And, you know, you learn through, like, expanding as a person that you could be with them again. Cool. But I actually think 9.8 times out of 10, that doesn't work. I think you leave them and you you keep turning into the person you're supposed to be. I told so many freshmen, like, yeah, maybe they are the love of your life. Maybe you do love them. But, like, I don't want this person holding you back. Because they'll they'll come to me when I'm an upperclassman. Well, you shouldn't just break up with someone just because you left. They'll be freshmen. I'm upperclassman. They're like, yeah, I just don't know. Like, we were arguing a lot. And now we're separated. But, like, I love him. And, like, he's off at college. And I just, like, get worried. Like, and the second they say, like, I don't trust him break up oh, with him yeah you gotta know the situation well, the point i'm making is that like i think of my first relationship and it i was one of those freshman girlies with their high school boyfriend yeah. still and thankfully it, it and it wasn't by my choice it ended and i was sad but then it's like i look back and i'm like if i was still in that relationship even if let's say it got better or healthy or whatever i just don't like, want to I, stunt someone's growth Hold on. I was going to say, I would not be the person I am today. And it's not even like, oh, it, it taught me lessons. I'm saying that it would have been this invisible wall in between me becoming the highest potential version of myself, core mm-hmm. me, like 100% me. Because I basically was an extension of this person. It was more like 50-50. And I hadn't unlocked who I could have been 100%. And so what I was trying to say with the wood, like he's handling the wood and they are all of the things that he he's learned let's say you've fucked up and you've had toxic relationships or you learned from those mistakes that you made and it's like okay well i'm gonna use what i've learned from my past relationships to treat this fire and right like you know so help it burn the whole song from beginning to end is talking about these trees around him the act of cutting them down and uh, a flame being born and then having to keep the flame alive and at the end believing that the flame can keep burning and not think like Mm -hmm. Because there is this fear in the song of being like, you know, what, what if the flame goes out? What if it wasn't worth the wood kind of vibe to keep it going? And he's like, I, uh, but that's when he says, um, fell in love with the fire long ago. He also talks about worshiping the flame. What did he say? Something about worshiping the flame. He's like, that doesn't matter anymore because I worship the flame. So he's put like all of his faith and love mm-hmm. into this flame, aka new lover, to keep believing in. So I think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, the way I took the, which I was having a conversation with all of us after knowing what the song means, because I actually didn't 100% fully understand the wood, but the way I took it the first time I read it, um, when he says, uh, friendly fire, but that was long ago, I took it as, like, um, a previous lover, and then, like, um, 
they fought, they've had toxic moments, but he's saying that's not tonight. And I that, told him like, the first time I heard the song, that's what I thought. I thought he was talking about the same person, like past lover that we argued, but not tonight, I, I'm loving you. I think it could be interpreted in both ways. I, I, think, I think it can I be that's that. That's how I took it, even though now yeah. I, I understand what the wood is for, and I do believe but, that this is the Well, I actually think the fire when it first started is the love that, okay, think about this. The wood, I think, represents all of his past lovers. Mm-hmm. I don't think it represents the current person. I think the fire that he started started having issues at first, right? The past, the, his most recent Friendly love, fire, yeah. Um, that he walked away from mm-hmm. and then realized, no, this fire is worth working on oh. and came back to it. So it's still the current love, but yeah. maybe a love like it's a, a That's what I'm from. saying. The first time I heard it, I felt like it was like a, when I when I saw you before, it was like this not good chemistry thing. Yes. But not tonight, not tonight we're getting there. Exactly. Maybe exactly. he didn't yeah. work out with the fire at first. Because the trees still existed. She's yeah. like, bitch, I need these logs if you want to keep me going. And he's like, mm, I don't know if I can cut those trees down yet. And then he because walks he away. he grown as a person. And yes. you need to go have the wood. Yes, and like, in the song, it literally says um, the trees know the sound of the saw. The saw. So yeah. it, was that, it was in that moment that he uh, made the decision, like, I'm going to have to cut down these trees if I want to keep this fire alive. And yeah. he comes back to his love, and he's like, okay, and he burns them logs. Yeah, literally that line you said, the one where he's like, but that's not tonight, made me think like, oh, he's he's like, not tonight, though. We getting it. What, what do you think he, he means, not tonight, Kinsey? Um, I was talking about how lighting the flame is a sense of having to have hope in this new love. So he was talking about... Um, like basically the fear of the fire not lasting and he said but that's not tonight when i'm set alight and i blink inside your blinding light oh that's mm. not tonight when you hold me tight kind of like i so believe i'm not going to fear yeah like, i'm not going to be afraid i'm just going to burn because think about it if you burn tons of trees and let's say these trees matter to you and the fire ends up going out anyways you'd be like why did i cut those trees down why did i do that for if the fire wasn't even going to last. Mm-hmm. So he says that when he's in the presence of this flame, it sets him alight. And he says, it's not, that's not going to be tonight. We're not going to not believe tonight if I'm set alight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still my favorite. I actually learned even more about it, like having a conversation about it. But um, yeah, really good song. Uh, I love song. Anything else about it, Mariah? Nope. Why are you dissociating? No? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next song oh, is one. my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. I told you it's almost tied with No Plan because I love the way No Plan sounds, but I literally feel like I have a spiritual awakening when I listen to this song, and it is Sunlight. I was telling you, man, that chorus, like, I think the first time I heard someone mm-hmm. properly use a chorus was probably, like, Nick Jonas pulling up number. It was probably <laughs> some before that, but, like, something about artists that have, like, that chorus vibe, like, it feels like, it literally feels like the sun rays are hitting me, and it's like, sunlight, You're talking about, sunlight. like, a church chorus is what you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, something about it, man, it hits differently, and I'm sitting here, like, my soul is even my body, and I am now Icarus. This is the song. I've always known this is your, like, one of your favorite songs, too. Up there with the movement. Like, this is another yeah. one I would hear you play a lot. Well, this is a song that I think completely defines spiritual love, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, having a spiritual connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kaylin? Um, You know, I remember you had done an art project similar. It was horrible. Oh. Okay, let's restart that, because the fans don't have to know that it was horrible. All right, cool, it was still cool, a great cool. idea. It was great cut that um <laughs> i remember kinsey when you were doing an art project on this with like uh the symbolism of the moth to the flame and like talking about like being completely drawn to this person but like you know you know it's dangerous for a moth to go get close to the flame you know mm-hmm. um so to me it gives a little bit of like i love you so much but it's like slightly toxic you know yeah ba- okay so i'm gonna tell you what the actual song means and then what i take from the song because i don't give a fuck at the end of the day <laughs> um, so the song actually does 
refer to toxic love in the sense of you are willing to destroy yourself. Mm-hmm. You're willing to fall to your death knowing that you were gonna to. Going and to and unfortunately, we do tend to, to like the toxic love. Yeah. To, yes. But like this person was willing to fly so close to the sun just to feel the warmth mm-hmm. of the sun and then know that they would die. Right. So it does talk about toxic love. But let's forget about that. Let's Whoop. imagine it isn't toxic. Next. This is how I feel when I listen to the song. Mm-hmm. I feel like the person singing the song, like the the main character, the narrator, is saying that they love the person that so much that they're willing to go through pain to be yes, with them, yes. or they they'd rather love than to never love, right? Yes. To love and lose, love and lost, or whatever. Oh, the fuck? yeah, the pain of love, love than never even experience it. Yeah, and I was like, if you found a love that intense, wouldn't you do it anyways if yes. it made you feel that way? I would. Yes. Some people could say that's toxic. I don't care. Um, and I think it's the way he feels. Those people don't have a Scorpio Lilith, so they don't get it. They don't fucking get it. They don't get it. It's like if you actually love somebody, you would do. <laughs> I'm not saying I'd kill myself. Yeah. I'm saying that I would go through the pain of being with somebody and never love again if I got to experience that pure of love. I you think know? Cozier speaks to my seventh house Pisces. Yeah, it's. Dude, it's like when you hear Pisces. Remember, okay, I'm not religious, guys, but Jesus was a Pisces. And if we look at like <laughs> this, if we look at the symbolism of the Bible and what Jesus represents is unconditional love. Like mm-hmm. literally, I love you with your flaws. I love you with your mm-hmm. things you're good at. I love you all around. I don't care what people think you should be. I don't think what people. I don't care what people think. Yeah, he um, loves with no explanation. He's like, I don't care if you have bad, if you have sin, if you have good. I love you for being you. Yes, like you could never love me in return. Don't care. Yeah. I still love yes. you. So when I hear this song. And I hear that like religious, like chorus feeling. It's almost like, like believing in a God, like you are more important than God. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibes I get when listening to this song. And the several lyrics are good too. Do you have any responses before I mention my favorite lyrics? I, I talked about it really heavily with you and I don't remember what I was saying when we talked about it. It's okay. Do you have anything? Yeah. Like obviously I want you to take the Hosier lyrics as he actually, he, he means it both ways and it's a healthy thing, even though the song means toxic, but uh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Um, Please so cut that, Mariah. My favorite right. lyrics. Uh, I'm gonna. There's several, so you have to listen to them all, guys. Okay. Uh, but whose heart would not take flight? Betray the moon as acolyte on oh, first in fierce affirming sight of sunlight. Literally saying that mm-hmm. he was devoted to the moon, but when he had met her or wh- whomever they are, he had completely when he changed. Met the sun. Yeah, yeah. He completely changed. Um, you know who his ally was, who who he was working mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and it was her. He was like, I would like completely lose my position of uh what's the word i mm. imagine this song like uh we all know i'm not very vulnerable but i imagine that this song <laughs> is like how i would be without my vulnerability with my scorpio placements just loving oh, somebody just like endlessly I, I it scares the shit out of me but yes that's how i imagine <laughs> myself like if the vulnerability like obviously i don't think it goes down 100 percent. you know i think i'm sure you're not 100 i know you're not 100 percent vulnerable with the person you love um but i know i feel like if i was to be that it would be that equivalence like i yes. would literally drop all lines to be obsessed with you and like accept the pain just to love you mm-hmm. yep and uh, that scares me i'm picturing i got a gold star that, for that lyric one. um he's with another woman and like okay you're cool yeah. you're pretty like um you you hit the right marks but then like maybe another woman enters his life for the first time yeah, the moon and it's like that. completely head turn like which is kind of like yeah cheating's not good but like even though that is like technically considered cheating if you're not compatible with the person or like let's say like they were to stay together if you are not like 100 percent devoted or crazy about that girl you should just break up with her like don't treat her like that don't like you know pretend like you should just not be with her even if you don't get with the sunlight like don't don't waste that other girl's time that's what i was trying yeah. to say 
I'm um, saying- I love that theory. I actually think it's really good, and I'm not saying it's wrong. He did mention the lyrics before, talking about how he says, I would shun the light, share an evening's cool and quiet. Who would trade that hum of night for sunlight, sunlight, sunlight? So he's saying that he loved his solitude and his quietness, but maybe that could have also been him with whoever he was with, somebody that's more chill, quiet, you know what I'm saying? Um, but he said, obviously, as soon as he actually experienced sunlight, which is not just light, but warmth as well, he, you know, switched up on them. But yeah, I actually like that theory, even though when I first listen, every time I've listened to the song, I've seen it more as a person that chooses isolation or loneliness. I can Instead of, um, you know, being with other people. I bet he's even coming into contact even with other people. That, like, you Maybe not believing in love or not believing in true love. Maybe, Maybe like you're just going about life like you've had girlfriends, but you don't believe in like the one, you know, yeah, until. Like, I think he yeah. could have came into contact with other people and didn't care for them. So he chose more so loneliness until he came across sunlight. Right. I like it's that. Like one. I was saying that vulnerability thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next lyric I wrote down is I had been lost to you, flew like a moth to you. Oh, sunlight, 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 which you had mentioned that one. Um, and I love the moths. uh symbolism it actually was my favorite lyric when i first heard mm-hmm. the song because i was like that is so fucking good like moss cannot like they're, they're made to be at night like they are made to be nocturnal animals so the fact that they are so attracted to light they're not supposed to be they're supposed to be animals that are which is so funny because you see a moth in the daylight they chill and they just sit there and they absorb all that warmth yeah and then in the night but in the night they're, they're craving it. They're seeking it. That's why they go crazy. It's also like, I think in the sunlight, you know, they're sleeping. They're not they're not awake. But at night, like, they don't see that light any other time when they're awake. And I think it, like, enthralls them. Like, there's, like if you look at moths, the way that they jitter around light, mm-hmm. like, them bitches are excited, okay? They don't know it's going <laughs> to kill them. But they're like, holy shit, this is amazing, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. using that symbol symboliz- symbolism of him feeling that way towards somebody, like, he's drawn to them, even though he shouldn't be. He should be a nocturnal animal not getting eaten up by bats or something, yeah, you know? You know, it, it, it's another play on that. Layers, layers, man. Like, mm-hmm. I'm devoted to the moon. I'm a creature of the night. Like, fuck. <laughs> and then he's like, but as soon as I see that light, just like I'm off. <laughs> bitch, I'm, I'm walking right up to it. <laughs> he says, all that was shown to me, sunlight, was something foreknown to me, sunlight. Like, when he sees sunlight, it's something he never knew, but instantly recognized when he sees it. And that line in itself is, uh, well, all these lines, really. But, like, so I've been mentioning spiritual love in the songs and I'm meaning that because I feel like when you meet somebody and you feel like you've known them even though you've never met them, that's what that line describes to me. You, you know, um, all that was shown to me in sunlight was something foreknown to me. Uh, and then your love is sunlight. Obviously, that's very direct. We already knew that the sunlight was their love. But when he said that, I was like, because sunlight like, makes things grow, you know, brings happiness. It's bright, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, you know. Um, so I was saying, I feel like the song really represented like my vulnerabilities for me. I'm sure, like even in a sense, what he's talking about, like I've I've felt this like intense love that makes me so vulnerable that I'm like drawn to. Obviously, it's a good thing to be vulnerable, but like it's scary <laughs> to fly towards the sun. I love when Mariah has been talking about her vulnerability on the for for these songs because I feel like there's a part of you that you're talking about, even though I know your Scorpio self has secrets that is seeping out a little bit that I feel like is important mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that loving somebody that way is good for you you know obviously yeah. Yeah, it scares the shit out of me but i like but i would say that there's a sense of like safety. earning that like intensity like that love that the safety you're right it is like a feminine safety like i found someone who like understands you who's all for me who i'm there for them mm-hmm. 
and it's this like compatibility that's like so unimaginable mm-hmm. or like you can't really put words to it like obviously Josier tries to and sometimes he be he be hitting the key honestly I feel like he's sometimes he ascends past my but intelligence I, yeah, level but I would say there are moments where it's like I'm not me myself not able to put into words like how I interpret like love is Mm-hmm. and it I is def- like as Scorpio feeling very deeply like it is an inti- intense deep thing and I don't know how to put it in verbiage like how I imagine falling mm-hmm. in love I also is. see you as like you're nurturing it and you, you, you're you not giving it out just to anybody because you understand like how, the power yeah, yeah exactly how powerful it is and when you do come across that right person it's like the power behind releasing it and like being yeah I'd drawn agree. To and them. I feel like like m- like my personal self like my emotions for me are like lock and key like they are very intense so like that idea of giving it to someone is a very like mm-hmm. intimate thing man a lot of my friends in college I met like you have to sit there you have to like fucking pound their head into the wall about like you know no he, he's not good for you or like not into you, whatever it is and it's like you're the one friend I met where you're like bro no, you gotta I don't work just give for that out. key like yeah mm-hmm um the next line is uh oh and these colors fade for you only hold me carry me slowly my sunlight oh all these colors fade for you only which i find so fucking romantic i'm not singing obviously right now on the podcast but like when he's singing that fucking bridge your rock god god damn it when he's singing those words he slows down the song purposely Mm -hmm. and it's just like I love when they the, do that the shit. amount of pleasure he gets from like describing that love that he's like you know they only fade for you like all of this is only because of you I don't I don't feel this way I don't act this way with anybody else and I'm like oh my fucking god mm-hmm. um and you're such a like deep romantic person like the more we're analyzing this like I'm like that's you well I do have my son and Venus in the fifth house which is about romance in case you mm-hmm. didn't know that and I have two Pisces houses. Okay. All right, Miss Mariah. Well, we just saw, <laughs> no, we had just had that realization that I had two Pisces placements because I also have two Virgo placements, which it's, it doesn't happen often. People have two hu- houses in the same sign. Well, you have I'm two houses, rarity. not placements. I'm a rarity. You know what I meant. Anyways. I'm a rarity. <laughs> you are. The next one is, each day you'd rise with me, know that I would gladly be the Icarus to your certainty. Oh, sunlight, sunlight, sunlight. So it's like he's saying each day you'd wake up with me only only me i'd always be there for you and i'd be the icarus to your certainty aka it's always known in the story that icarus gets up and he flies too close to the sun because he wants to because he's so excited like nothing holds him back no person no logic you know his father telling him like hundreds of times don't Mm -hmm. fly to the closest sun i've told you how this fucking you know his virgo asked how this fucking works and icarus being a libra was like i don't care and he (laughs) flew up to the sun you know then he says um Strap the wing to me, death trapped, clad happily. With wax melted, I'd meet the sea under sunlight, sunlight, sunlight. So he says, strap that fucking wing to me, bitch. I'm going to go fly out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to melt in front of that sun. And I'm going to fall down to my death. Dra- death trap, clad happily. Literally, my wings will fall apart and I will fall down. That's you. I'm and sorry. And he's like, but it'd be under sunlight. It'd be under your love, under your warmth. Yeah. He's like, I'd feel it. At least I'd feel it before I died. like and he's basically saying her light is so but i'm saying it's not more so like a never been love never have given love it's more like the quality of love is never before seen never before felt so it's like he'd be willing to do anything for it and Mm -hmm. the way he just talks about the love in this song it's just that's why i mentioned so it's so good you can perceive it as toxic as well but you could also perceive it as just undying love or like Mm -hmm. you know and that's how (laughs) much Wait, wait, what's the... Uh, plus, Kinsey and I are aware that Kaylin often says that we have a toxic the way to go. style of love sometimes, so... Yeah, I guess, like, undying devotion and, like, you know, <laughs> is, like, um, too much. I don't think it's too much. I don't think it's too much. There's only one of me. Yeah. 
There's only Can't one go around with everybody. There's only one Mariah like me. And if you don't love me and dying me, then why are you with me? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you can go find another Mariah, go on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be weird if like I were with someone and like we wouldn't want to die for each other. Like, yeah. I don't know. You should lo- want to love someone that much. And I, I don't think you should blindly do it. I think that you need to really be in it. Like you yeah. shouldn't feel that way about somebody that doesn't give a shit about you. But like, I think that it's only natural that like when you mate for life, like kind of that that's just the creatures we are. You should want to sacrifice like, you know, for their well-being or make sure that they're okay. Like, say, literally save my life. Like, I only got I'll one extra life. key to my heart and I can't give it to everyone. Yeah, you can't pass that shit There's around. There's no spare keys. Nope. It's but one for me and one for them. I'm sorry. I know we uh, talked about the song quite a while, but it's because my favorite song. Okay. So we will have to move on to the next song. Yeah, it was all right. It is. Just, shut the fuck up. Oh, shut the fuck up. This song is called Wasteland Baby. It is the last song on the album. So what did you guys think about it? Uh, for some reason, I actually had no notes in my thing written past Would That I. Um, but Wasteland Baby, I don't know why I stopped writing <laughs> notes. Um, I loved his vocals in this song. Oh, um, my God. Obviously, his vocals are amazing in every song. Um, <laughs> but I think it just hearing it, like, I think the parallels of starting this album with uh, Nina had pa- Nina saying power. What's it called again? Nina cried power. Nina cried power. <laughs> it's been a minute. Okay. Uh, hearing the strong intensity of Nina cried power and then ending it with Wasteland Baby. He knew what he was doing. He did. Mm-hmm. He it was did. almost like a gentle lullaby. Yes. Yes, it yeah. was. Yes. What What do you have to say, Ken? Um, I'm trying to like refresh myself because I do know it's like uh metaphorically literally like world ending shit but like mm-hmm. um it's like in the most hopeful way ever so i don't keep reminding myself that because like when you think of end of the world it's like you know we're gonna die but he is representing it as a new beginning so i have to remind myself that that's what the song means yes kaylin you got it right on the head i forgot that's why i was reading it again okay yes the song is about two lovers you know falling in love and he says the act of falling love in love is the apocalypse it's it's life changing life altering when you fall Mm -hmm. in love with somebody that deeply and that there's lots to lose things will die around you like the world will be completely changed um but that if you love someone, which he loves his partner just as much, he's saying it in the song. He says, in the stench of the sea and the absence of green, you know, no life, are the death of all things that are seen and unseen. Not an end, but the start of all things that are left to do. So he's saying the things that died probably needed to die. And that it's the start of things to make with one another. You know what I'm saying? And he Girl. says, Wasteland baby, I'm in love. I'm in love with you. It doesn't matter like if everything's died, everything's changing. He's like, I'm so in love with you. I want to keep moving forward with you. So Casca literally goes through the same thing when she falls in love with Guts. Uh sorry, to bring up berserk randomly, but No, it's good. She literally says, I'm afraid of changing. Like, cause he's like, you know, are you scared? Like, do you want to do this? And she's like, I'm just, you know, scared of changing because she realized that like once she falls in love, it's gonna be earth shattering to all of her previous beliefs or what she mm-hmm. thought she cared about and that they won't matter anymore he will matter and i'm like and that's and the, scary so like the end of the world like oh that's see now i get it and the I funny like thing it. is he's singing <laughs> so happy like he's so like into it the whole time he's describing like literally cities burning things dying mm-hmm. and he's like even in the midst of all this chaos and the change of my life there's so much hope there's this is a beginning no matter how much death and destruction we're seeing right now and i'm like oh my fucking god you pisces man you truly do i think he has a pisces venus too or an aquarius venus i forget but um similar um to an extent (laughs) but yeah the song is really good i think he ends the album so well with the melody the lyrics and the his vocals are so good in it 
Mm-hmm. And obviously, Mr. Hosier, we love you in every song. Your vocals are always mm-hmm. amazing. But this one was really good, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think good. when I go back to listen to this again while I'm at work, because I definitely, you know, even though I'm trying to branch out to new music, uh, I come back around to my tried and trues, especially when I need to focus. Like, yeah. um, I feel like I'm going to have another level of appreciation. Like, my favorite songs that I did understand, like, those will probably, like, stay similar. But I feel like I learned so much, like, especially about Wasteland Baby, because... Um, I kept telling myself that's what it meant, but, like, when you described it to the intensity, like, with the lyrics, like, like a boy falling in love with a girl for the first time, like, Ooh, oh it, my God. It, it's life-changing. That's the life-shattering that, like, you're not going to be the same person. Like, it's the apocalypse to old you, which should happen in your lifetime. You should go through stages and evolutions. Like, you should co- constantly be changing and dying and being reborn into the newer and better version of yourself and, like, just keep evolving like a Pokemon. Like, a like Pokemon. the death tarot card. But at the yeah. end of the day, it's also just loving where you are at that moment. Yep. And he's like, yes, this is a wasteland right now. We don't know what the future will hold. We don't know what it'll look like. But, baby, I'm so in love with you. It's like, I love how he's being so present. Like, you know, things are dying around us. But there are still there's still so many things to care about and hope to find in the world. Because mm-hmm. we know the wheel's always turning, the wheel of fortune. Good things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. That does mm-hmm. not mean the bad times are worse than the good times. If anything, the bad times highlight what's worth good in mm-hmm. the good times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes, we have concluded the songs on this album, guys. So, before we get to our regular questions at the end, I want to ask what are your top three favorite songs and short reasons why? Gun to head, my top favorite songs. Um, I really liked um, um, Nobody. Obviously, you know that. Um, I liked Would That Eye and Sunlight. Gonna say to noise making, but okay. I know, but I like that one for a different reason, so it's mm-hmm. hard to like put them in the same category. And if my gun was in my head, I don't think I'd say it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kaylin? Okay, so it would be what that I top, and then it would be hmm, movement. I'm gonna put hmm, second or gun to head. I'm gonna put it second, and then I, yeah, gun to head, it would be between sunlight and wasteland, baby. Because now that oh, I learned, pick one. I know your head, let, you me, pick three. let me let me explain why it's hard because wasteland, baby, I feel like. I'm like, ooh, I got to know more sides to you during this conversation. I'm going to go back and listen to you and compare you to Sunlight. Um, but for now, because I do understand like the full depths of Sunlight, I'm going to pick Sunlight, even though they're very close, because uh, I highly relate to Wasteland Baby. Like Now mm-hmm. that I understand mm-hmm. it more, I just need to go back and listen to it. And maybe, I think maybe vocally, Baby I'll be moved one way or the other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So for now, I'll be like, Sunlight, you got to go into my head. But like, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that That's the, how you put one on spot. what that eye is my top. What are you picking? All right, guys. So, would you share this album of Hosier's to someone or anyone? Um, I would totally share Hosier. Uh, I've told you before how like um, music has been so important to me in like my youth. Like as I've told you, I don't know if it was the uh, not coming from a place of being able to express my emotions, or was it the self isolation or being sent alone when I was in trouble. Uh, so, music was always like my personal escape. Music has always been very important to me. And honestly, even just like getting a chance to listen to music on my free time, because I have been a podcast girly for the last year. Um, I think that it's like reminded me, it's like relit the spark that was already in me of like how important music has been to me. Like I was telling kids earlier that like, I think the reason why I liked music because it always was able to express something that I wasn't under, I wasn't able to express myself. Yeah. That's what anime Mm -hmm. did for me. Yeah. That was, that was it for music. Maybe music was my autistic thing. That was a (laughs) lovely response. I like that. (laughs) Kayla, what is yours? Mine might be a little more on the funny side. I like that too. Um, <laughs> you know, when you would roast me, because I'd be sitting there listening 
to Hosier with you and my autism, I'm not reading lyrics that are poetic. Like, I can't process the one metaphor right when he hits me with another he metaphor. He hits back, back to back. And then <laughs> you would turn to me. We'd drive in the car and you would be like, you know, um, I crawl out of my grave to come home to you. Like, you're like <laughs> how do you not understand the depths, you uncultured swine? And now I feel like I'm going to become that when I'm like playing it in the car i'm like did you hear what he just said did you hear how like fire that was that's gas like whoever i'm like talking to <laughs> he's pushing p yeah that's so, gas. my favorite thing with music is when like the lyrics hit you because there's been times i've listened to music i'm like this is such a good song and then you'll be driving or listening to your headphones you're like wait a second did, did he just say did i just catch that line for the did first adam time just came yeah something about listening to music for the first time and you finally start to catch on to little metaphors little side comments and you're like mm-hmm. wait a second and it just feels so like satisfying you're like i that's I see what you meant. did there. Yeah, I'm that's so a feeling. I'm so excited to show you guys uh, the other Hosier albums when we get to them, um, because they're still good music to look yeah. at. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I just I'm I would share it with other people, but I would say that like in the way that like you did with me, where it's like leveled up. Like you're listening to it because you love it, and then I'm around, and you're like, "Are you cultured or not? Are you cultured? Yeah. Do you know what did you love listen is? to it with headphones in? Yeah, I, I'm I at feel work. Like I work in a cubicle. Ha- home. Why did you know if like you listen to like at home on the TV or something? His music like, oh, yeah, definitely had to be like a headphones person. I feel oh, like it's headphones or certain, it's volume all the way up yes, in the car. There's certain songs, like certain artists where you mm-hmm. can just casually listen to. Like his is very much like you needed that like in your. I needed it in my brain because you need to be in church. <laughs> I needed to hear the song. Shut up. Well, the reason no, the reason, <laughs> the reason the when you're songs, at ch- I need to hear the lyrics. I need to hear the melody. I need to hear every single backup vocal that was going on. And you can't hear those backup vocals if you ain't got headphones in. The reason why choir music is so moving is like the architecture is designed very theatrically to. around you and like it it uplifts you and you feel very spiritual and connected to it so it's like having that surround sound in your airpods like i'm sure like i'm talking to god yes (laughs) with with hosier mariah yes why do you not put the water bottle caps back on when you're done um she's heathen well because where did they go they're all right here all four they're all right here I take the caps off so that when I'm recording, I don't have to do that. I don't have to untwist it. It's just there. I can do it silently and go. All right. And wow. I'm not going to lie to you. I was doing really good about taking my water bottles out. Uh, when we I just first never noticed. I was like, what a collection. Five months ago, every time y'all would leave me and make me clean up my mess alone, and I started leaving them out of solidarity. Oh. Because I was upset <laughs> that nobody was helping me clean up at the pod, so I started leaving my water bottles. It wasn't a comment on you leaving garbage. Like, um, I don't, I don't care about water bottle. Um, I was just saying that's why. Um, I just was looking over and I was like, what an for, odd woman not for putting any, the lids back on. For any Hosier fans yeah, that like, we can start a collection. For any Hosier fans, if we said anything wrong or if we didn't we say the care. analysis is correct about the song, I'm fucking sorry. It's art. Okay, I, it's art, and we're allowed to interpret our own. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but please don't. Roast us too Mom, hard. Roast we me. Wrong. Go ahead. My at is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> My at is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post credit depression on Instagram. Comment on there, and, I, and I'm the one who handles that shit. So go ahead. We'll share your hate tweets. Yeah, we and, will. And It'll we be will funny. Laugh at uh, them. That would be at post credit dep on Twitter because I couldn't put the whole word. <laughs> dep <laughs> so department. Come find us on there. I'll gladly talk to you. Who's sharing something next? Um. Oh. 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 Uh, what are you showing us next week, Mariah? Uh, next week, it's been long awaited. I asked Kaylin to watch this movie after three months of knowing her. And here we are, two years later. I'm sharing The Outsiders. Uh, um, oh, I was trying to think of sexy. something more, a little more lively. <laughs> <laughs> a little more lively, but I just really, I actually watched really... it with Colin the other day. It's a joke. I, I, I figured it after a second, but for a split second, I was like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, I wanted to share something more lively, but I just really, really want you to see this because you haven't seen it. I feel like you 
I, I've decided with Kinsey that my goal right now with the pod is to show you things that you should have experienced as a child. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the One Direction class so far. You're, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm get back in that to eventually. The next one. Yeah. So I'm I'm showing The Outsiders. I'm really excited. I'm excited for you to see that. It's a great movie. It's a great book. I was forced to read it because it was a summer reading book that I didn't read. And I told like an idiot, like an idiot, I told the truth. Uh, and my teacher made me sit in the hallway for the first week of eighth grade. And all I had to do was read the book. And I was like, this is a good ass book. Why did I read this shit earlier? Damn. <laughs> I didn't know that. And then the whole class read, watched the film. And God. I remember being 14 and there's a scene where Soda Pop walks out the shower and his t- towel falls off his body. And all the girls in my class were like, <gasps> Soda Pop. <laughs> I always get so salty when a teacher makes you read a boring looking ass book and mm-hmm. you actually like it. You're like, damn, bitch. Yeah, damn, bitch. Actually, couldn't have given me a synopsis or something. It's fire. fire.